everyone. Welcome back to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode. This episode was meant to go live this week as I'm filming it. Um, So last week for you, but life just got in the way and I just had to delay the schedule, the uploading. Um, I was quite upset because I was doing so good this year. I was I had a really good streak and the uploads were so regular and on time and it was it was quite good. Um but of course it's just not feasible with <laughs> my routine and how crazy my life is at the moment. So I I know there's no harm in me uploading a week late or taking a break or whatever it is. Um, It was just for my own, you know, ego. (laughs) It was just like, oh, stab in the heart. But um, we're here, we're uploading and recording. Also, guys, if this sound quality is better or worse, please let me know. I had to switch up the mic for this episode um, and revert back to my old mic, um, which I think is a lot louder as well. So I, I personally prefer it. I just know there's a lot of like... It picks up on a lot more background noise, so hence why I, I you know, prefer the newer mic for that reason. Um, but if you prefer this volume level of sound, um, I'm happy to record in this on this mic because, to be honest, this is just so much easier to use as well. That it just takes a lot longer to set up, and it's just, I don't know. I got, I still got to figure it out. I just don't know my way around it so also I feel like I'm yelling this episode I think I'm so used to having to yell with the other mic that I'm just I'm extremely loud so I'm so sorry if this is literally breaking your eardrums um but let's get straight into the episode I'm rambling but um yeah let's get straight in today's episode is quite a good one um we are going to get uncomfortable and we are going to get deep um well I don't know how deep we're gonna get actually I just I I want to talk about this topic um but I kind of wanted to talk about when I had mastered uh taming the tongue which is the topic of today um and I just realized I've never or I, I eventually came to the realization that me as a human being will never be able to tame the tongue in a way where I don't slip up or I don't fall into sin or I don't, you know, make a mistake. As human beings, and this is how I want to also preface and dis- pop a disclaimer on this video, is as human beings, we will make mistakes. We are human beings. We have, you know, the flesh is strong and we fall into sin every single day. But I think... I'm able to feel conviction and discernment so much more now that I understand what the whole concept of taming the tongue means and how much of my life has transformed since applying this. Um, I still struggle a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, but it's, I'm nowhere near where I used to be Um, because I think what people don't realize and I think what is not mentioned in the church at least not in the culture that I grew up in and in the church that I grew up in but nothing there is no emphasis on taming the tongue and more specifically more specifically you know talking really bad about yourself 
or gossiping. Um, there, these are the things that are just so normalized in my culture, my church, whatever it may be. And I think there's no emphasis on it because as we grow up and grow older, we realize how damaging it becomes when we apply that into our everyday routine. You know, it's so easy for someone to talk really bad about themselves. So easy for gossip to just slip straight into a conversation. It's so easy for our tongue to be used in such a negative light and hold such a negative power, but it's never... But it's never talked about. It's never, you know, called on. It's never brought to light. And the concept of taming the tongue is actually found all throughout the Bible, which is also what baffles me. It's something that's not talked about enough. And I think it's so important, especially because as we grow up, we need to instill in the power of the tongue in young children like we need to instill in them how powerful the tongue can be because it's only when we're older that we realize that but it it starts from the beginning and to nip it in the bud and to start it from you know deep down in the roots it then helps and becomes easier for adults to tame the tongue if it's something that's being practiced as a child and that was never practiced for me as a child that was never um, you know it was never emphasized it was never prioritized and so as an adult I struggled with taming the tongue and and I still do because I never was I, I never understood how powerful the tongue is um but I just also want to just Let's let's look at some of the Bible verses um, in the Word that talks about the tongue and how powerful it is. So the first one I want to read is from Proverbs, and it's Proverbs 21, verses 23, and it says, Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. So let that soak in a little bit. Um, the next verse I want to read is... Also, I'm not just flicking through the pages. I have this noted down on my phone. Um, the next verse I want to read is from Ephesians 4, uh, verse 29. And it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as it fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Um in this verse, the next one, love, love, love it. Proverbs 15 verses 1 and it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. What a classic verse. Um, this is something I need to mentally note when I get into arguments with my brother. <laughs> um, and what's another good one? This one, James chapter 1 verse 26 it says if anyone thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his heart this person's religion is worthless wow that is powerful it says there's no point in being this religious person if you have no control over your tongue because you just deceive yourself your religion is worthless now let's let's start from there actually because that's a great 
well, actually, I want to talk a few more. I'm going to tell you a few more. And I personally did not realize how many verses in the Bible actually spoke about the importance of taming your tongue, but oh, there are so many. Proverbs 12, also Proverbs, great, 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 great book. I love it. Proverbs 12, verse 18 says, There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Psalm 34 verse 13 also says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Oh, that's a great one. Okay, this one. This is the one I want to go into. James 3 verse 10 says, from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. So, we, oh man, our tongue, our tongue is so powerful. I'm trying to look for the verse that I, yeah, I'm trying to look for the verse that I thought of earlier. This is another verse I just saw. James 3 verse 8 says, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless, evil full it is what it is a restless it is restless evil and full of poison yikes i am looking at i'm going to look up as we speak taming the tongue um okay hold on bear with me this is really unorganized rochelle right here Hold on. Okay, this is the one I was talking about. This is the one I wanted to go straight into. In Proverbs, like I said, Proverbs, incredible book. Love it. If you want any sort of wisdom, get your head into Proverbs. Like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Anyway, Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Wow. Okay. So today's topic is surrounded based around that verse. Um, and I think what we forget is how powerful our tongue is. It's we, you know, when we speak life or death over anything, over our life, over anyone, over the things, you know, that's part of our daily routine, we don't realize how powerful or the power that our words hold. And it can be as small as, you know, saying a really horrible dark joke or it can be singing some really nasty r lyrics from a song. It can be repeating, you know, um, a movie quote that's in fact quite, you know, gory and disgusting. It can be speaking horrible things over yourself, saying how worthless you are or how, um, you know, disgusting you look or how ugly you are or whatever it may be. The power of our tongue is next level. And this is what I mean by how I wish I was taught this as a young child, because boy, oh boy, did I say a lot of things about myself, about other people, about just life in general, how negatively I spoke um and did I eat its fruits like I sure ate its fruits and the other thing with the power that our tongue holds is 
I read in one of the verses just then, one of the verses that I read, um, it had said, the same tongue blesses and curses. You can't have a tongue that does both. It blows my mind how people can, you know, sing lyrics of a song that is so gruesome, so dirty, so horrible, so ratchet, and then the next day go to church and sing praises of God. Like, I I used to be one of those people, but I think what I didn't realize is how how crazy that is. I, I thought that was normal. And I don't think people realize the power that our tongue holds. And I've, I'm sure I've said this on here because I, I feel like I'm repeating myself. But there was a study done, and you probably already know what I'm going to say. If you haven't heard it, I'm just going to quickly repeat it for you. There was a study done of a woman who had two plants growing in her bedroom. And I'm probably butchering the story now, but I just want to give you the, the objective of the story. Um... One, she spoke life over. She, you know, the way she nurtured it, she spoke life over that plant. And that plant blossomed. Now, the other plant, she absolutely tormented it and said really nasty things and just spoke death over it, essentially. Did not grow. Did not grow one bit. And I'm not saying it's like some spiritual, magical witchcrafty thing but what I'm saying is the power of our tongue you guys I don't think people can comprehend it you know that saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt you or something like that no words can hurt you words are powerful your tongue is powerful which is why speaking really nasty things over yourself or saying you know things about yourself I used to say as a joke, but the amount of times I used to say that I was dumb, like I'd, I'd make a mistake and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. Or, you know, I'll, I'll do something silly and I'll just repeat under my breath, oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. And sure, that's like a joke and I'm completely not meaning to say that, but how easy it became for me to say something like that. And how hard it was for me to say how proud I am of myself when I did something really good just blew my mind. And like, although I know I'm not dumb, for me to speak that over myself, I subconsciously believed it. And the amount of times I did speak that over myself was far greater than the amount of times I said how good I looked or how amazing I am or how proud I am of myself or how strong I am, like, or you know, spoke the words of what the Lord says about me over me. I spoke so negatively about myself that I essentially, you know, went into a place where I truly believed that. Um, I had a really horrible relationship with my body at one stage of my life. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but I never used to compliment how I looked. I hated the way I looked and I would talk really horrible things over my body and I grew, I fell into such a toxicity of just believing that, that if you told me I looked good, I would not believe you for a second. Like that is how much I spoke negatively over myself. And that is the power that my tongue held that I had no idea about. It became like... It just became a new normal for me. Like taming the tongue is such an important 
um, disciplinary action that I feel like it's just, it just needs to start as a child. Like I feel like as a parent, it is your duty to raise children up in a way where they can tame their tongue. And I'm not talking about, you know, back chatting or um, saying rude things back to your parents. Like, of course, all of that is <laughs> not acceptable. But I'm talking about, are your kids speaking things over themselves that hold power over their lives? Like, are they are they able to understand how beautiful and wonderful they are in the image of God, you know, created in the image of God and in the eyes of God? Are they speaking life over themselves or are they mimicking what you, you, they see you do? You know, you hurt yourself and you say, oh, I'm so dumb. I'm such an idiot. Why do I do that? Are they seeing how you talk to your spouse? Are they seeing how you, they talk to how you talk to your friends? Are they seeing you gossip about other people? Are they seeing you rant to other people? rather than bringing it to the Lord. It is so important, you guys. Your tongue, I'm your tongue is so powerful and I think as a child you are like a sponge and you can literally just gather so much information subconsciously and consciously that you implement into your adulthood and that is how my life ended up being like with our tongues you guys we can speak to build others up or we can speak to tear them down we can speak truth or we can speak lies and occasionally we say the wrong thing without even meaning to but we simply just forget to say the right thing straight after or correct ourselves like why is it so hard to speak power over our lives why is it so easy to speak death over our lives gossip another huge huge thing how we speak how we use our tongue to just speak death or speak ill about other people to other people i think gossip is something i did not know was a sin growing up which yeah honestly i honestly yeah anyway looking back now i'm like how the heck did i not think gossip was bad but gossip used to be in my every single, like everyday routine. Like I would gossip all the time. And growing up and maturing in my faith and being convicted of such a horrible sin, I realized how deadly gossip was. And gossip is all around me. People who gossip are all around me. And it is so easy to fall into the trap of gossip. When I do fall into the trap of gossip, I'm so quick to feel convicted and I have to stop the conversation or I have to repent of my sins. It is such an easy, habitual thing that people are just so used to now, especially in our culture. If you come from an ethnic culture, you just know gossip is like in their blood. <laughs> the aunties do it, the uncles do it, the church does it. It is I mean I mean you just you don't even have to be part of an ethnic culture. I just feel like gossip is just everywhere. And you have to separate yourself from that because you have to realise the importance of your tongue and how you can use that for good and for evil. And I think same goes for you know, speaking life over your children or speaking death over your children. Same goes for how you speak about yourself in front of people, in front of your kids, in front of your spouse, and just, you know, over yourself in general. Like I mentioned before, and I mentioned so many times on this podcast about the music that I listen to, and 
partly the reason why I have to stop listening to secular music is because it is so catchy, right? You mimic the words, you mimic the slang, you mimic the the rhythm, whatever it is. But the main, or partly the main issue with these songs now, or this kind of music, is the words are really ratchet, like really disgusting words, and they don't even have to be swear words, like the meaning behind the words are really horrible and just gross so it is so easy to just catch yourself mimicking these words it's so easy to just speak those words over you and you could probably be thinking it's just a song or it doesn't mean anything i'm not actually meaning this over my life or i'm just you know it's just it's just a joke or whatever it is but you guys the enemy doesn't see it as just a joke this is how death creeps into our lives and how death creeps into the smallest of quote-unquote jokes or mistakes, um, it starts off as a seed being planted and then it grows into a tree and then you realize how the heck did I get here and you don't even, you know, you can't even remember the first time you got to such a place because it was planted at at such a young age and the seed was so tiny and so minuscule that you're fast forward 10 years, 20 years or even 5 years and you realise, wow, there's a full-blown tree that bears horrible fruit. Like, how did I get here? And I think what we have to ask ourselves is, is this one speaking life over me? Two, is this something, say Jesus was sitting here in the room with me, would he be comfortable me saying this? It's it, it can just be a joke, it can just be humour, you know, it can be whatever it is. But if Jesus was sitting here, would he join along? Would he laugh at it? Would he be happy with it? Would he be content that I'm using my tongue for such wild and vicious words, you know? You have to put yourself in a place. And this is not where intention comes in. Intention is a different thing. But your tongue, you guys, I don't think you realize it's a weapon. It's a weapon. And although your intention may not be what it's seeming to be, the enemy has plans of his own. Okay, so all he needs is for you to just slip it in, get one foot in the door and he'll do the rest. So don't even give him that foot, that kind of foothold. It's, I think we have to realize the power is so strong and you have the capability of taming it. You have the capability of biting your tongue. Now, I'm not saying being quiet. I'm not saying, you know, to be quiet or to shut your mouth or what, what was that? <laughs> I'm not saying to shut your mouth or, you know, I'm saying be careful be wise. Oh my goodness, be wise. Do not be a foolish person. Are you foolish in the negativity you speak? Because it it just doesn't speak over yourself, but you surround, your surroundings are that as well, what you speak of. You know, are you bringing light to people's lives? Are you being positive in the way you speak? Because that leaves an imprint on people around you and Who's going to be around someone who's just speaking ill of themselves, who's speaking such negative things over themselves and over other people, who's always constantly gossiping, who's always constantly ranting? Now, ranting is one thing that I'm also really trying to get a hold of, and you be really wise with how I quote unquote rant. I don't want to call it ranting, but I want to call it 
you know, seeking advice. If I'm speaking to you about X, Y, and Z, first of all, I wouldn't be speaking to you if I haven't already gone to God about it. So you just, it just does not, I will never be speaking to any of you. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm bringing an issue to you, just, just know that I've already brought it to God first and he's working on it. But if I'm seeking support, my my words have to be used in a way or I have to speak in a way where I'm trying to receive the support and I'm seeking genuine advice and not in a way where, oh, can you just be angry with me for a second? Or can you just, you know, how annoying is this? Or blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to be able to be wise with how I speak. And and if you're sharing something with someone and you just know you're not going to take on their advice or you're not going to, you know, they're not going to share anything of value, then what is the point in sharing it with them? That's all I got to say. Do not be a leaky faucet. Do not be a nagging wife. Do not be a leaking tap. Do not be just someone who loves to run their mouth. Now, you probably reached the episode where you're like, okay, Rochelle, this is all good and well, but how do I implement this into your daily, into my daily life? And what a great question, because I don't have an answer for you except to ask the Lord. Now, this is not something I learned to do on my own. There is no way, especially if I've started at such a young age, there's no way I can just snap my fingers and be like, oh, going to going to learn how to shut my mouth and tame my tongue and the next day you know I'm all good and well like that's not how it works um definitely not in my case and it takes a lot of practice it takes a lot of seeking forgiveness being convicted talking to God reading the Bible you know even receiving guidance from women or men who you look up to, who follow the Lord, who are, you know, part of the kingdom of heaven and who can help you in that area, who can pray over you in that area because it's such, you know, it's such an important thing and I think people lose sight of the value of that and I think for me what's helped me the most is just constantly asking God to convict me if I am slipping up, um, if I am, you know, not taming the tongue the way I should be, if I am not speaking life over the over anything the way I should be, um, I'm constantly asking for, for forgiveness and conviction. Those are the two things that if you want to be refined, purified and set apart, those are the two things I recommend, you know, praying about and asking the Lord for. If you if you don't want to be, <laughs> if you don't want to, I guess, be refined to that area, then there's no point of asking for conviction because conviction is going to make you feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel kind of like, oh, this is, mm, this is weird. I don't like this, and that's the way conviction works. But Jesus is there with you through it all, and you know, you slip up, you ask for forgiveness, you need advice, you need, you know, wisdom on how to, or yeah, how to proceed with something, ask for conviction. You know, it's so powerful. The Holy Spirit is so powerful. And trust me, it, it's going to be a very slow burn. It's going to be a, like incredibly slow burn, but you'll realize how far you've gotten from 
you know, when you started. And I think I have such a long way to go. If my brothers are listening to this, they're probably like, Rochelle, I don't see a single, you know, hasn't changed in you. But, but I have such a long way to go. But I have started somewhere that, you know, I had no wisdom or idea or clue in any of this, you know, any like none of this was ever brought to my attention not even that I just never was taught any of this so I literally started from the lowest of the lows and to see mentally how far I've come with the work of the Holy Spirit is incredible so I highly recommend you know trying something new if this is quite new to you and totally not you know something that you've practiced in your life there's no condemnation here at all and it's always about how you proceed with your life, you know, taking the information that you have. Okay, am I going to make a change in myself? Am I going to, you know, set a goal for myself in the next week? Am I going to, um, you know, set a little, yeah, a challenge for myself in the next week? You know, does that mean I'm going to stop gossiping for the next week and see how that goes? Or does that mean that I'm going to stop speaking really horrible things over myself and see how that goes? It's just wanting to change, wanting to, you know, better yourself. And trust me, you will see the fruits of that. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode here. Quite a long episode. Actually, no, not that long. This is quite average for for the episodes that I've been doing recently. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you are following the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Uh, no, Bearing Fruit Podcast in... Um, what am I saying? The podcast page. Make sure you're following the page um, and also click that little notification bell so you get notified when an episode is live because if another week like this week happens where I upload a week late you don't have to worry about when she's when I've uploaded or when I'm not um especially because I just only announce it on my Instagram so if you just only follow the podcast page you probably are quite confused so just click on the little bell and then you'll be notified when I upload the next video um but if you want to also follow the Instagram page it is at bearing fruit pod and yeah, you're more than welcome to follow me on there. Apart from that, I think I've covered everything. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you have a great rest of your week, a great rest of your day, and I will speak to you all very soon. Goodbye.